Hi, and welcome back to Finding Matthew. A serialized story told about my life and kind of how I got to the journey I'm on now. If this is the first episode you're listening to, you might want to go back to the beginning and start from there. Don't worry, we'll try not to get too far ahead while you're gone. This is Finding Matthew. Hey everybody, thank you so much for your patience. I know it's been over a month since I posted. I'm sorry. It's been an insane time of year for me. Um, today's installment is going to be a little bit different. Like in the pro wrestling industry, I'm breaking kayfabe. I'm going off of the main story a little bit. And I'm here to tell you a story about somebody else. A story about a man who was a hell of a guy. A man who was a good friend of me. And you see, in the time frame I'm telling this, in fact, on the day I'm recording this, tomorrow they're laying him to rest. See, this is the story of Big Rod. Now, years ago, I worked with Big Ron at one of the places that I was employed. And in fact, it goes a little bit farther back than that because I didn't work with him originally. I worked with his brother. His brother was a good guy. I liked, I still like, actually. Has nothing to do with I do or did. I still like his brother. Heart goes out to him, honestly. My heart goes out to the whole family. And... We had other positions we needed to pick up, and he had mentioned that his brothers needed employment as well. So we ended up picking up Big Ron and the third brother of the Trinity, that I called them. <laughs> and I had a different relationship with each one of the brothers, and I loved every one of them, good people, right down to the core. In fact, with the youngest brother, Cameron, we could talk about comic books and superheroes and, and stuff all day long. It was, it was great. Of course, with Big Ron, he was the sports guy. and I like sports, too. And he was a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and I was a Patriots fan. And we could give each other absolute hell for hours on end because of our teams. And it was all in the most good-natured fun ever. Now, let me put this in perspective for you. Because the final brother, Sharad, well, he was kind of a movie and music buff, and I could talk to him about horror films, and we went and saw a film together, and, and every one of them had extringent value, and every one of them were really good people. But Ron kind of stood above the rest, and I mean that physically, because I'm a bigger guy always been a big guy coming in right around the six foot mark but I looked up to Ron both mentally and physically you see Ron was at I'd say six foot four six foot five range hopefully I didn't sell him short and you know the thing about big Ron is we used to unload trucks together that's the beauty of it is 
he pushed me to another level of work ethic. We ended up having these contests to see who could stack generators the highest. And these generators would run two, sometimes 300 pounds. And no matter how hard I tried, <laughs> Big Ron could always top me by at least one generator, man. It was some of the most good-natured, ribbing, and co-worker experience that I ever had with those three brothers. Now, I don't want to make this a racial thing at all, but we were quite different on the race card. And the one thing that I thought was amazing was we all treated each other with respect. And we all treated each other based on the value we had as humans. Which goes back to their mother and their father raising them that some of these issues, although they're real, can be very easily overcome. Just with respect. We used to joke all the time that, you know, I treated them as brothers, kind of like a family outside my family. And Big Ron used to say he just tanned better than me. When it came to customers coming into the place where we worked at, I could answer all the welding questions. He would shuffle it over to me because I knew more about it. And then in turn, when it came to automotive and working on vehicles and everything else, I could shuffle all the questions straight over to Ron because Ron knew more about that. And it really played well off of each other. See, I played to his strengths and he played to my strengths and together we were able to accomplish so much more than we could individually. I remember sitting there and taking bets on football games with him just to pretend that we knew what we were doing. <laughs> just to bragging rights mainly. We would sit there on lunch and have conversations about life and, and kids and we could celebrate those different milestones of life together. I remember how proud he was when he came into work and talked about his kid graduating school and moving on to college and how he was just grateful that she was doing so well. We were able to celebrate that together. See, he taught me about fatherhood a little bit. He taught me that even though you screw up, it's more about being there than anything else. He brought his mom in one time. Mom was just a little short lady. <laughs> but instantly you could tell where Ron got his love for people and where Cameron got his love for for comic books and where Shirag got his love for animals and film and everything it all poured out from mom and the fact that she raised them to be decent human beings and that's why I had the pleasure of knowing these boys because they were 100% decent human beings some of the best people I can honestly say I've come across in my life my life's richer for knowing Big Ron 
My life's richer for knowing Cameron. My life's richer for knowing Sherrod. They all played a little bit of a part in my life that they stopped in and showed me that decent people are decent people no matter what. What happened to that? What happened to crossing every divide and being a decent human being? Just a few weeks ago, I talked to Ron. We talked about a little bit of football, gave each other hell. I noticed he was in the hospital, asking if he was all right. Yeah, I'm good, man, no problem. We always planned on getting together and doing something, but it never seemed to work out with schedules and times and family and work. And <laughs> But you know, every Sunday morning, he was in church. And he would stream the service from their local church where his brother was a deacon, his mom was right there. Funny part about it is I would tune in depending on where I was. Not being the church guy myself. (laughs) But I always enjoyed the music and I always enjoyed the fact that Ron would put that out there for people to join him wherever he was at and how much that meant to me. Ron used to always send me pictures of these huge grills out behind the church where he would make food for for the congregation. And they always had these meals and he would always invite me up. Why I never took advantage of that, I don't know. I always had plans to go up, share a meal with his family, his congregation, meet the other fine people in his life. I never did. So I I guess this story is really not just about Ron, but about time. I didn't make enough time for a guy in my life that I truly, truly respected and admired. I always said, one day I want to go up there, hang out with him, and sit in the church service with him, and and share a meal with the people in his life, his family, and, and really get to know more people around Ron. Because Ron was the kind of person that I believe that everyone that came into Ron's life, he was able to give something back. That he was able to make their life a little bit better like he did for me. That comes from strong parents, strong upbringing. And now, I'm just telling a story. Now I'm just telling my memories. I'm sure Ron was like every one of us out there, had his bad days, had his faults. But what's funny is when it comes into this scenario right here, you don't remember that. You remember the impact. You remember the legacy. You remember the story. You remember how it affected you. You remember how that person played a role in your life, regardless of how 
big a role or small a role it was, Ron made going to work that much more enjoyable because, you know, hell, I was working with big Ron and the boys. I knew we were going to have good conversation and work was going to get done and we were going to have fun doing it and it would probably turn into a competition and one that I would likely lose. (laughs) But nevertheless, it was one that I was going to take on. Ron was inspirational that way. Ron had an ability to push you a little farther than he thought you could go without realizing he was doing it, you know? Ron was one of those guys who could jump into the back of a semi, unload that thing by himself, and keep five or six people at the other end of the belt busy as all get out because that's the kind of guy Ron was. He had that hard-working work ethic. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to make something happen, and people are going to have to keep up with me. something you don't see a lot of nowadays. Big Ron was one of those guys that regardless, you just look forward to see. Because Ron didn't have a lot of bad days that he let people kind of be aware of. Ron serviced and ministered to people around him. Probably didn't really notice he did it. Ron, I don't think I ever sat down and told you how much I appreciated working with you. I don't think I ever told you how much I appreciated our little talks here and there. The times you helped me work on the old junker car I was driving. Gave me ideas of how to fix something and and different ways to get things to happen. But... I wish I would have took that time. I wish I wouldn't have been telling it in a story right now. I wish that I wouldn't have squandered that opportunity. So, for any of Ron's family who may eventually hear this, my heart goes out to you. My prayers for what you're going through is consistent for you. And I want you to know that on a daily basis, a big Ron encouraged me. That he ministered to me. That he was there for me. Which speaks loud, glaring, blaring from the rooftops, testaments to his family, to his mother, to his father. To the type of person that not only Ron was, but that the rest of his family was. Ron's family is honestly some of the best people that I've ever ran across in my life. Good, solid, to the core people. 
that doesn't mean that you know I'm not putting them on a pedestal what I'm saying is if you have people like these guys in your life hang on to them don't wait until what's happening now where I'm telling this story literally at this point probably hours before they they lay in the rest I jumped on Facebook for the first time in a very long time I opened up Ron's page there he was (laughs) looked exactly as I remembered him and the outcry of love and we'll miss you and thank yous and condolences that were pouring across his page was absolutely a testament to who Ron was. A testament to the people that he touched while he was here. The people he ministered to. The people he had influence on. Yeah. I skimmed through that page and I just thought I wonder what it's going to say about me when I go. I wonder how that's going to be. I hope that I was able to touch some of the people that Big Ron was able to touch. I hope that I live up to be half the man Big Ron was. My hope is that each and every one of you live up to touching the lives of people like Big Ron did. Because we wouldn't have the world problems if we lived our life in the aspect that not only do we matter, but every single person around us matters. And it doesn't matter if you're religious or not religious or what your race is or your creed. If we treat people with respect, if we treat people the way we want to be treated, if we treat people the way that dictates unity. Well, you're going to touch people's lives. That's the key. That's the goal. That's the overwhelming sense of fulfillment, I think. Because we weren't put here to live the fullest life, and if we weren't put here to bring ourselves into a sense of meaning and a sense of of ministering to the next person that we come across in a sense of bettering the lives of the people that come into ours then what are we doing? what are we leaving behind? material things are going to get lost sold or stolen material things can be held in remembrance but what do they do for us? they spark the memories of the times that matter. I have things that were left to me by grandparents I barely knew and some I didn't know at all. And they don't hold 
as dear of a place in my heart as the memories of Big Run. It's because Ron showed me kindness. Ron showed me decency. Ron showed me the very bases of what humanity should be, what humanity could be, what humanity is when we put effort behind who we are. That's the legacy that Big Ron left behind to me. I'm sure the legacy that Big Ron left behind is different for other people out there. But Big Ron modeled being a decent person. Big Ron modeled being the good guy. Big Ron modeled what a true man was. To me, hopefully to other people. Guys, go out there and live your life like Big Ron. Go out there and see who you can make better today. Because in return, I believe you become a better person when you minister and help other people get better. There's only a a, a snowballing effect with that that I found out. See, Ron helped me find a small part of myself, a part I lost. Ron's brothers played a, a role in that as well. You see, at a time when I didn't have a lot of friends, I didn't really do a whole lot. I found out that Sherrod was into horror films. I liked my own run of the horror genre. and I said, hey man, this, this new movie's coming out to the theaters. Do you want to go? He was like, hell yeah, let's go. We spent a little time together, went and saw the film, talked about it afterwards. It was good times, man, you know? That meant a lot to me, though. It meant a lot that someone gave up something out of their night, out of their day. Spent a little time and indulging what we both enjoyed. Just that human decency, man. Of course, Sherrod had to drive much farther to get to the theater than I did. And <laughs> to be honest, I don't know if I would have driven that same distance or not because I'm a notoriously lazy person certain aspects but I never forget those times either I never forget the effort that was put in on behalf of me and the interest that I was worth them spending a little time with so Sherrod man I know you're probably going to listen to this Thank you for being a good person, man. Thank you for coming into my life and allowing me to not only know you, 
but allowing me to spend time with you, whether it was at work or outside of work. Thank you for allowing me to get to know you and the family. Because Sherrod, I want you to know you're good people. And you mean a lot to me in my life. To the youngest brother, Cameron. Man, we had a lot of jokes. We had a lot of good times. Had a lot of laughs. <laughs> Man, thank you. You're goodbye. You're good people. You guys are some of the best people I've ever known. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. My heart goes out to both of you boys. My heart goes out to your whole family. Especially in the hard time that I know you're in right now. So, I want you guys to know you're loved and I'm so sorry for your loss. I want you to know that if I can do anything for you, please reach out. Stay safe. I know it's a difficult time for you losing a family member. It's a difficult time for you to lose a brother. And while I haven't experienced that particular loss, I've experienced loss to know that I sympathize with your pain. I've experienced loss to know that I wish this wasn't something you were going through. So, as hard as it might be, as bleak as these next few days are going to be for you, go out there and crush it like the legendary people I know you are. Go out there and be yourself. Because everyone else is already taken. Go be the Sherrod and Cameron that I know you are. Give your mom a hug for me. Tell her that my heart goes out to her. And tell her even though we didn't know each other well at all, I think we only met once, but I love her. And I thank her for the gift of her three sons and what they meant to me. God bless you guys. Thank you. I can't say it any better than just thank you. guys thanks for listening you don't know how much i really appreciate it i know i say it on every podcast but i really really do i just want to remind you you can listen to this podcast on apple Podcasts. that's right we finally made apple Podcasts. i've it's my second podcast i've done it's always been my dream to make apple and i'm finally there thanks to the good people at the anchor app we're also on spotify spotify sponsors the anchor app so without them i wouldn't have this podcast and you know what Thank you, Spotify. Thank you, Anchor. I also want to remind you, we're on Radio Public. We're on Pocket Cast. We are on so many different platforms right now. If you have a platform you like listening to my show on, please support it. Please continue. Drop us a message. 
If you're on Apple, give me a five-star rating or whatever stars you think is necessary and leave a comment below. I read every comment and I look at all the ratings and I can't believe uh, the kindness that's poured out there already, uh, even with the, the, the comments that I have. Thanks so much, guys. You have no idea how much I appreciate it. Drop by our Facebook page. Facebook page is Finding Matthew. Leave a comment there. Join the page. Let's build a community. Let's help each other be better than we were yesterday. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you on the next episode.